All right, it's Monday morning. Uh, getting it done here on the Tony D Podcast. Brought to you by Flooring is Forever and the UPS Store and Oleo Road. I'm jacked up. I had a cold brew this morning to get the week started off on the right foot. Thank you so much for listening. We've got a lot to get into. The inconsistency of both the Colts, the Pacers, and the Indianapolis weather. Uh, we're going to answer some Twitter questions as well. Uh, what my first starter jacket was uh, and a couple other things when it comes to college football and college basketball. Uh, some of the bowl games. Uh, are starting to line up and how Notre Dame could could, could backdoor it maybe into the college football playoff. Um, and we will go from there. The Tony Lee Podcast is brought to you by the UPS store in Fishers off of Oleo Road, 11650 Oleo Road, or give them a call, 317-578-0094. It's that time of year again. Uh, you're going to be packing and shipping a lot of things to send to family and friends throughout the country. Uh, sometimes it could be a hassle, but it won't be at the UPS store with their certified packing experts. It's back to their pack and ship guarantee. Check out the friendly faces on Oleo Road in Fishers, 317-578-0094. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I've already watched Christmas Vacation. I've already started listening a little bit to Christmas songs, uh, kind of getting into the spirit. Uh, it really helped over the weekend when we woke up Sunday morning before the Colts game and the ground was covered in snow. But again, the inconsistency of Indianapolis, it's going to be 64 degrees on Tuesday. Uh, so that was uh, pretty much thrown to the wayside immediately. All right, let's talk about this Colts game on Sunday. Look, you're 5-5. Five and five. It's a tough road ahead. You've got New England, Buffalo, and Tampa Bay on the schedule. I think Tampa Bay is in two weeks. This week, you're seven-point dogs to Buffalo. You can find yourself 5-7 and seven real quick. And, look, I was not impressed by the win over the Jaguars. You get that blocked punt for a touchdown. You're up 10 nothing. You you back that up with 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 a touchdown. I think it was 17 nothing at one point, 17-3. And you really never put the Jaguars away. I know the Jags have a good defense, but you never really put them away. And they had a chance to drive down in that fourth quarter uh, on the final possession to win the game. You know, if Trevor Lawrence is in his second or third year, that might go a little bit different than, than this year as a rookie. So was not impressed with the Colts' victory. Again, there's just so much inconsistency with this team. I don't think that, as I've said all year, that Carson Wentz has the weapons that he needs. Michael Pittman has obviously broken out for a career year so far. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was more of a decoy yesterday than anything. And you really didn't go for the throat in that football game. I thought they could have easily. I mean, you, you go in a half with a 20-3 lead, and you only score three points the rest of the way. Um, not a good performance, although it was a win. Um, this may be overreaction, but look – You've got to you've got to take care of business. I don't think it's a confidence building win to have a 17 point lead or a 20 point lead at a point in a football game against a two and six squad, and you feel good walking out of there with a 23 to 17 win. So, um, look, you're not going to go to Buffalo and win. Maybe we've seen some inconsistency out of the Bucks. They lost to the Washington football team uh, in a very cold environment on the road outdoors. Uh, Tom Brady coming to town in two weeks with an indoor field. I don't trust that at all. So you still got games against the Patriots and the Raiders, two teams that you're going to be fighting for for that last wild card spot. The Patriots have been hot. The Raiders have been not. Uh, we kind of saw their act on Sunday night against the Kansas City Chiefs, who seem to finally have broken out and get into uh, the rhythm that we know that the Chiefs usually are at. So the Colts, not out of the playoff picture by any stretch of the imagination, just knowing that they're 5-5. Five and five. The rest of the AFC kind of – 
you know, the Bengals and the Browns aren't taking steps forward. The Colts aren't taking steps forward, really. Um, you know, it's even the Ravens. The Ravens, uh, they lost to the Dolphins on Thursday night. So, you know, as we know, there's been very, very inconsistent play throughout the NFL. So not out of it by any stretch of the imagination are the Indianapolis Colts, but it's a very tough road ahead. The Tony the Podcast is brought to you by Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. With over 20 years of experience here locally, Harley and the gang of Flooring is Forever have you covered. If you're in the market for awesome new flooring, providing you with honesty, quality, and the value of flooring that's just right for you, check them out, flooringisforever.com. Shout out to Harley. Yesterday when we went to the Colts game together, went to the Bullseye Event Group tailgate. Uh, great food, as always, um, at the tailgate. So uh, shout out to Kyle and Molly at the Bullseye Event Group tailgate, if you're looking to go to a Colts game uh, and you don't want to deal with the with, with the setup and the teardown of tailgate, you got an indoor tailgate right there. All you can eat from burgers to sirloins to nachos and wings, mac and cheese. We had a blast there. It's always worth it. Always a great time. All right, so the Pacers, 6-2 and two so far to start out November. Uh, I'm very impressed by that, to say the least. And and then part of me is like, damn, they were so close to being 8-0 to start – this, you know, you go on the road, you go two and two, but you had big leads over Portland and you had big leads over the Sacramento Kings. You could be uh, eight and oh, uh, they're six and eight so far in the season. I, I'm not panicking yet. I just wish the injuries would, 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 would get under wraps. I know that's part of sports, but, you know, Malcolm Brogdon's been banged up. He's been playing very well since he's came back. Uh, we know that Karis Levert's been in and out of the lineup so far. So, uh, you return home to beat the Sixers on Saturday, a good win, but now back on the road for three straight. I mean, this has been a brutal schedule kind of to start. You go to New York, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, you get the Pistons on the road. Pistons are a dumpster fire, should be able to win that. Then you go to Charlotte on Friday, and you get the Hornets, a team that on, on opening night you had a 20-point lead on it at, at one point in the second quarter, and you let them crawl all the way back to win. Um, then you come home, and you, you get four out of five Four out of the next five after that next week at home with the Pelicans, Lakers, Raptors, and Bucks coming to town uh, mixed in there. That's like an every other night scene for the Pacers over the next two weeks when it comes to NBA basketball. So we'll see. Uh, just looking for some consistency again there, but I am not panicking yet about the Pacers. Um, but again, it's all about staying healthy. Let's talk about some college football. The latest rankings have Notre Dame ranked sixth in the country. Uh, we'll see what the college football committee decides to do. You've got number one, Georgia, then Alabama, Cincinnati, Oregon, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. So we're looking at how can Notre Dame sneak in. Well, Georgia and Alabama will still play each other in the SEC championship game. If Alabama wins that game over Georgia, they will both be into the college football playoff. They're not going to eliminate either one. Uh, if Alabama were to lose to Georgia and get their second loss, I think that that would fall outside of the top four, although the committee loves Alabama. We know how the fan base is so rabid and all over the country for Alabama. They'd like to squeeze them in over maybe a one-loss Pac-12 team or a one-loss Big Ten team. Oregon is number four. Cincinnati's not going to lose the rest of the year. They're in. I think they'll be number two. Number three, you got Oregon, Ohio State. Okay, so Ohio State finishes the season not only with um, Michigan State, who's ranked seventh at home. Then they get Michigan, who's ranked eighth in the country. So two top ten teams to finish the season for Ohio State. If they win those games, they will probably take care of business against either Wisconsin or Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. 
Ohio State would then be in. But if they lose one of these two games um, against Michigan or Michigan State, they would be eliminated. Does Michigan State move up or does Notre Dame move up? Now, Oregon at 9-1, and one, they get Utah this week. That'll be, excuse me, yeah, they get Utah. That'll be a tough game. Um, Utah ranked 20th in the country, a very hard spot to play. Then they would play in a Pac-12 championship game, um, possibly against Utah or maybe Arizona State. I think Oregon wins out and gets in. So let's say Alabama loses. We'll go Georgia, 1. Cincinnati, 2. Oregon, 3. Then is Notre Dame done enough with their only loss of the season being to number 2 Cincinnati to get into the college football playoff? Or does Michigan State finish out the season with a victory over Ohio State and Penn State? Does that catapult them into the discussion? So Notre Dame still has a chance. It looks like Purdue is going to end up in the Las Vegas Bowl. I tweeted them over the weekend. I was like, hey, I'll MC for you if you want me to. And they're like, oh, it's a possibility. So, hey, Las Vegas Bowl, um, fly me out and feed me, and I will MC the the bowl game, the Las Vegas Bowl, even if Purdue is not in it. But uh, according to projections, it looks like Purdue is going to land up in the Music City Bowl or the Las Vegas Bowl. So it's either going to be Las Vegas or Nash Vegas. All right, we discussed this. Uh, I wanted to to get into this. I, I mentioned it on Twitter. Uh, we've got w, WWE's coming up. Uh, Monday Night Raw is in town. AEW was in town last week. And look, if you grew up in the 90s like I did or even the late 80s, there is some form of you that loves wrestling. It's okay to admit it's all good. Uh, I would love to go to Raw. Uh, I'm not sure I'm willing to shell out the money to go to Raw. But, um, again, it's still very popular, and I, they were loading in four or five trucks. I thought we'd maybe see um, a couple wrestlers at the Colts game yesterday. Maybe we did, and I just didn't see them. Um, but I remember going as a kid to WCW Monday Nitro. And, I mean, I, you talk about, like, counting the days from months out from the time we bought tickets. And you don't – you know, I'm, I was so excited. You don't really know who the headliner is going to be at the main event. And I got lucky. So I was a big Goldberg fan, but also – cheered for NWO Wolfpack. Kevin Nash was on NWO Wolfpack at the United Center. He tag-teamed with Goldberg against uh, NWO. I think it was Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Scott Steiner was the uh, was the main event, so that was a blast. Um, so I know people are going to make fun and say, oh, wrestling's fake, and you know I can't believe you watch as a doll, but it's still pretty damn entertaining. Like At the Fulling Warehouse over the summer, we had the White River Wrestling Group in to do a show. And, and, and it's still, I mean, yeah, a lot of it's an act, but, you know, you still got to backflip off a rope and you still got to be smart to not hurt each other. So um, it's it's still entertainment and it's obviously still um, very, very popular uh, amongst a lot of people and generations in this world. I also put this on Twitter um, your first starter jacket. We got a lot of Hornets. We got a lot of um, Georgetown. Some people had Notre Dame as their first starter jacket. I think Georgetown and the Charlotte Hornets were probably the two most popular ones in the 90s. Uh, just with the Hornets colors, I think, uh, is what really did it. I don't think I ever really had a starter jacket. I had like a pro player Pacers jacket. And then we, I actually had a discussion over the weekend, and some of you will remember this place, Old Indiana. It was a um, a theme park outside of Lebanon and Thorntown, right off I-65. And I remember going to Logo 7. Uh, shout out to Eddie White, Logo 7 and Logo Athletic. And I remember going and getting everything from there, from shirts, and I had like a Logo 7 uh, North Carolina jacket. 
Um, and it, it kind of comes f- full circle because um, my grandfather's girlfriend's daughters worked at Old Indiana in the theme park. So there's pictures of me as a kid rocking the Logo 7 North Carolina jacket with like lions and baby tigers walking between my legs. So it was uh, very Tiger King-ish of me. Uh, but yeah, so I don't, I don't ever remember having a full on starter jacket. I think my sister had the Orlando magic one. Um, but I remember having a Colts pro player or logo seven jacket. I had a red, I mean, those jackets are mega popular. Uh, and I know starter, I saw at the Colts gift shop yesterday. Starter still makes a lot of those, uh, um, jackets and such. So, uh, I'm all about the nineties nostalgia, as you know, um, because I just spent the last four minutes talking about starter jackets and wrestling. All right, before we wrap up here on the Tony D Podcast, brought to you by Flooring is Forever and the UPS store off Oleo Road in Fishers. I posed this on Twitter as well. What non-racing event would you love to see hosted at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Um, again, I think WrestleMania would be awesome there. I think there's a chance that um, you know you could set up the ring properly on the main straightaway, have an outdoor event in the summer. Um and it would be absolutely awesome. Um, I, I, we got a lot of some, some form of soccer game out there would be fun. Um, let's see what else we had. Shamrock Series, Notre Dame versus Purdue, a football game. That'd be cool. Um, big concerts, the NHL Winter Classic, which was discussed uh, before. I think NBC approached the Speedway, and it just didn't work out somehow. But there was interest in having the uh, Winter classic the nhl game i believe that's on new year's day uh, out at the speedway uh, but that didn't work out again lots of concerts lots of big concerts big names like u2 pearl jam foo fighters again would be awesome uh, the nfl draft would be super cool we saw that in nashville and kind of how they did that downtown and broadway uh people mentioned you know a, a big concert music fest like woodstock or maybe some sort of edm fest as well so uh we'll see if we get more events or if roger penske just wants to keep it simply a racing venue i thought uh towards the end of their tenure that uh the home and george family did a really good job of kind of expanding out and um discussing uh, other ways to monetize the speedway uh, even though some things uh really didn't seem to work so We'll see how it goes. We'll have another episode coming up this week. Thanks for listening to the Tony D Podcast brought to you by Flooring is Forever and the UPS Store in Fishers.